Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Resident Evil Netflix spoiler cast and review from the Gigaboots Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dan Video Games, and with me, I have the crew. I've got Bob. I like SpongeBob. From Gigaboots. We've got Dr. Agro. When animals get bigger, they start to roar for some reason. From Dr. Agro, we've got Mr. Feel. I mostly read Zootopia porn. From Mr. Feel's Wild Ride. And KZ from KZExcellent.com. Reference to the clan ad anime. Yes! <laughs> you know, most people, when they heard they had to watch this series, I said, hey, you can watch the whole thing, but you only need to watch three episodes for this podcast because some of us would watch all of it. And, you know, a lot of people, they said, Naya. <laughs> oh. 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 That was a really... Mo the, anyway, uh, we're here to talk <laughs> about our opinions on the show. <clears throat> And uh, some insights on our perspectives and what we generally thought of the quality of it. At the beginning of these spoiler casts, we do a couple sentences vaguely summarizing our uh, feelings and making a mouth sound. Then we'll talk about details about the plot and various other things, etc., etc. And then at the end, we're going to give you a number and our final conclusion each. And then average the score. And that, that's a meaningful process. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and start with uh, KZ. I watched this Resident Evil Netflix show. It it sucks. Um, and I I feel like with many shows, you know, I come in expecting to get really into the main characters and the plot. Uh, but I hate all of these main characters. It's and that really didn't help this. I'm gonna give this an ugh. Okay, we move on to Doctor Agro. Resident Evil the Netflix is is a fascinating case study uh, of of a single corporate entity's ability to make a script in which every decision was the wrong one. <sighs> There's a jet taking off nearby. What's <laughs> thank you, Dr. Agro. Uh, we go now to Bob. It's somehow like a mix of Days Gone yes. and the Boba Fett TV show. <laughs> it's really miserable. I'm going to give it a... Oh. Mr. Feel. Uh, the show has a plot point where taking antidepressants makes you a zombie. Ugh. <laughs> it's also worth noting that the antidepressants literally make you numb to all the danger around you. What a stupid fucking show. <laughs> Resident Evil Netflix is the most aggravating example of meanwhile back at the future ranch I have ever seen. <laughs> oh, no. It is also a supremely awful script in a number of ways I'm sure we're going to get into. I'm going to give it a, a come on. <laughs> yeah. Who did the, who did the dirty deeds? How yeah, much yeah. How much did go through? How much did each person watch? Me and Bob watched the entirety. Of course, Agro. Mm -hmm. But by the time I got the clarification message that I was only required to watch the first three episodes, I'd already seen the first five, so I watched all eight. <sighs> <laughs> What's another three hours? Uh, Mister mm. Feel. Uh, I watched six. Okay, I about quit at the end of six. Yeah, yeah. Oof. And I. 
I, mm -hmm. I also watched all of it. I was I was part way into the first episode and went, oh, <laughs> like like my plan was to watch all of it. I'm like I don't know if I can do it, but I somehow just crunched it in two sittings. I'm I'm kind of glad I did. I feel like I would be even more upset if I stopped earlier. There is specifically something I'm glad I saw by sticking through it all. Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, I, I think epi thing in episode seven's first five minutes uh, made it almost worth it. Yes, because you get to see certain actors <laughs> dressed exactly like other famous roles of other actors, but he's supposed to be this other thing. Uh, we will spend two more minutes in not spoiler town. Let's talk about early episodes. <laughs> yeah, because that part is the part I wanted to talk about the most out of anything. Okay. If, but yes. If, if we're starting at the beginning, I, I think we need to address something out of the box, and that's okay. that I never, ever thought that that in, in, in the wide, wide world of Resident Evil products and media that I would ever have to quote Ron Swanson when describing <laughs> the Netflix series, which is you should never half-ass two things. <laughs> Whole-ass one thing. And if they had tried to make a show, maybe they could have pulled it off. They made two half-shows, and they're both awful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <yes>. yeah. <laughs> and, and I oscillate between which one I'm not liking sometimes. It's really dependent, where yeah. sometimes yeah. I'm like... I'm kind of attaching to this. And then they switch to the other one. I'm like, ugh. And then it just switches power mm -hmm. of which one is going to be more almost competent for me. Yeah, I think that the past stuff has a buff because it has Lance Reddick. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's the only one who can act in this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, well, it is. It is absolutely crazy. I mean, I wouldn't say just... that. Um, young, young Zoe, or no, Shay. Why do I want to call her Zoe? I don't know. I've done it this whole show. Like I call <laughs> her Zoe in my head. I'm like, no, her name's fucking Jade. Maybe it's because I just think Jade's a dumb name. Maybe <laughs> isn't Zoe the girl from Left for Dead? Is well, it that? Uh, or, or, I don't remember. Or Zoe from Resident Evil Seven? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, the actress's name is is, is Tamara Smart, and she's in like two other Netflix things, who cares? Um, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> this girl's character is the worst. Yep. She's kind of killing it. I wish she was in something better. Yeah, Old, I, or like older her or younger her? Younger, younger her. And okay. I, I agree with Agro's assessment. I think younger her and Lance Reddick are pulling it and everyone else's. <laughs> Every time Lance Reddick spoke, I, I just heard Dan's Lance Reddick impression. <laughs> <laughs> Going, shut the fuck up, Guardian. <laughs> 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 that's that's fucked um yeah so to clarify for anyone who hasn't watched the show there is a current timeline as in the past timeline of 2022 which is when the world ends and then 2036 in the distant future when they you know the, the it's the show that makes you stay with your uncle <laughs> <laughs> the, the part the part where it has to be extra boring. Now, the interesting thing is I, I perfectly mirror KZ's comments of the past and future stuff. Do they really take turns being terrible? Mm -hmm. They trade yeah, off. I know. <laughs> yeah, they're like, which one wants to be the part you don't want to see? It was uh, it was really upsetting when I was like, you know, I'm just really not interested in this future stuff. I wish it would stick with the past. And to punish me for having that thought, they do the bottle episode where it's just... Okay, there are three cast members for most of the episode, and we're just sneaking around a house. It's this one set 
We will spend no money until the very end when we have pyrotechnics go off. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I liked the past. Wow. See, that's <laughs> weird because in the beginning, I enjoyed the future stuff more. And everything in the past was like, wow, all of these characters are stupid assholes. Yes. In the beginning... I felt the same where I was like, the future could be interesting. I don't need this high school drama shit. This is the worst version of this sort of thing. I'm really not enjoying this. And then as the past evolves and you get more characters in, I started enjoying that. Yeah. Cause the, the, the future refuses to have characters that you yeah, stick with. It they, like, just it, mulches people right? episode yeah. after yeah, episode. I think it takes till episode five to get anyone who stays around for more than one. <laughs> and like at a certain body count, I'm like, is this like a Pilgrim's Progress thing? Is this a metaphor? <laughs> Should we be learning something from this? No, we're I don't just think people. Okay, if if you if you learn something from this, that's probably not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> I learned what I hate. <laughs> uh. So, Agro said the thing in his summary of a show that makes every decision incorrectly. Um, <laughs> yes. About halfway through the series, we start going into the journalist with Tijuana. Like, when all of that incident. Uh, yeah, like Angel something. Yeah, Angel Rubio or something. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, that stuff was really interesting if we got that before we literally had characters tell us all of it. And I was like, I honestly could have done with 10 minutes, 15 minutes of just this if they hadn't, you know, done it after they already explained what all of this was going to be. They also did it in a super weird way where it's like, this happened a week ago. He is now instant yeah. transmission here. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, when Angel introduces himself, I don't remember exactly when. Let me let me control F last week. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Uh, Angel introduces himself and stuff. He explains he's an investigative reporter who lost his job because he was uncovering what happened to the Tijuana, because I'm American, I'm going to keep saying that, incident. And then he builds this backstory, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. So he's got a chip on his shoulder and a long-term vendetta. And then he's like, it happened last week. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? That, that, I felt like I had to rewatch the scene because I was like... <laughs> That's wrong, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I said that out loud, and Bob's like, no, wait, what? <laughs> we went back, and it's like, yeah, no, literally last week, his entire character solidified into a crystal last mm -hmm. week, ignoring that the Tijuana incident definitely did not sound like it was last week. Yeah, the show has a real problem with time. Yes. Like, <laughs> it, the, 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 the whole past arc doesn't seem like it happens over more than like a week. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, it feels like there's one point where maybe they pass a month, like at random. Well, here's the thing: the 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 past is, uh, I guess, happening over the course of three weeks or something, or three months, because because they say how far from the end it was. Oh yeah, they do like the. I remember that at the start, at least. Yeah, I don't know, they, but they keep saying small comments about how long it was has been in the past, and every time it freaks me out. Yeah, I mean, at at a certain point, it's very clear that the past takes place within three days. Like once, yes, but but before that, everything's a little vague. <laughs> it is very clear yeah. that it takes place within three days, but there is a moment where they say forty eight hours have passed, and I go, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had sixteen hours of plot events there. What do you mean forty eight passed? Everyone just stops moving for multiple hours at a time and just <laughs> with their eyes open. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I think we've talked about this enough without massive spoilers. 
Actually, you know, yeah. I'm going to get one more comment out. I'm going to get one more. This isn't spoilery. Yeah. The musical choice in the show is so overbearing, and yet oh. they didn't take the opportunity to license Psycho Billy Freakout. Okay, that there you go. Is, I got this. Uh, this might have pissed me off the most in the show. Mm -hmm. Every time, and it's always like near the end of the episode, they have to pick their licensed song. Mm -hmm. And I groaned and booed every single one. They're really just, it comes in at 11. It's yeah, never like, good. <laughs> yeah. You get I, four seconds into the music and they immediately put out the most unsubtle lyrics for the song choice that they possibly mm -hmm. could every time. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. This was making me think of what other Netflix show did this to me. And I was like, oh God, it was Pentaveret. Pentaveret's the only other one I've watched where it's like, let's just get a licensed song and play it every episode. Yeah. D does anybody know if any of that music was Billie Eilish? Uh, it sounded uh, like the, Billie the Eilish. The one in the first episode. Yeah. I think okay, like yeah. Episode did, did anybody Eilish else thing. have a, like that reaction when they saw Billie the first time? Yeah, that also threw me <laughs> off. I'm like, what are uh... you doing? <laughs> But yeah, to, to give an example of how bad it is, and I assure you, audience, I am not hyperbolizing here. This is accurate. They go, do you think dad lied to us? And then the song will be like, my dad hurt me. <laughs> God. <laughs> <a> sad daughter. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a moment where it, it it's so bad. There There's one where it's a character meeting with the, like one of the main antagonists. And then it just cuts to talking with the devil but the devil don't care about me uh -huh. <laughs> and i'm like shut up god damn it yeah yeah and, and it, even worse they they wrote both the past and future timelines to line up with that song in the most obnoxious way possible <laughs> yeah i know yeah oh god. my god both of those oh. fucking like when, okay when <laughs> <laughs> doing the thing where you go back and forth between the past and the future, you know, you've seen it done well. You can do some cool stuff with that. You can time out reveals and relay information mm -hmm. in interesting ways. The two parallel stories had fucking nothing to do with each other. Yes, and and, and in fact, the future timeline and past time, well, future timeline primarily, completely ruins a lot of the gravity of past timeline events mm -hmm. and it's like oh we know that character is going to be fine oh yeah, we you, know that character is not going to be fine yeah you know that the yep. character is going to be fine and then it has the actual layer of nothing in the past really matters because it will be an end of the world scenario because that's what yeah. you showed in episode one <sighs> with that caterpillar that roars yes <laughs> that's what they do when they get big god that thing looked terrible uh, I okay, was, yeah, you yeah. know, it looks bad, but the ca digital camera shakes worse. Yeah, and honestly, it doesn't look as bad as when it breaks the ground. The, the ground breaking was the most <laughs> worst looking thing in that episode. It was crazy. They wanted to do that cool running shot, running the camera up to Jade and having it explode in front of it. Uh, Agro, I, I just need to stress here real quick. Mm -hmm. Thank you for pointing out young Jade's actress is really good because <laughs> the old Jade's actress is not. It's hard to even get that because the, the just, script is so bad. Yeah, I get that, and I understand. But like, I just, I think the young Jade actress did a really, really great job. Like, actually great acting. Mm -hmm. I don't think mm -hmm. the show's bad because of the actress for a quote old Jade. <laughs> Speaking of which, subtitles. We're gonna okay. I'm opening up spoiler subtitles. Don't say young Billy. Like that implies. <sighs> The existence oh of an God. older Billy. 
<laughs> yeah. Just, on the ride over, Agra brought that up too. And I'm like, okay, good. It wasn't just me who, who like sees that subtitle and immediately goes, that kind of implies the presence of an old Billy. Yeah, they're they're really bad about about that. Uh, Bob mentioned the CG, that mm -hmm. caterpillar. When they do, there's a scene like in the, I think it's the first or the second episode. I think it was the first one with the dog mm. that, that that's in the lab. At times that looked so bad to the degree that I'm just like, this is really not real. <laughs> yeah. Like it's jumping on a table and I'm just like, they, it is not composited or like, well, you couldn't tell because it was dark and strobe <laughs> Yeah, Definitely not. I, I, I'm like, I'm like, come on, dude. Like, can we not try to approach Obi-Wan Kenobi CG in this, please? Or I'm just like, they're hiding. They're hiding from a cartoon. Yeah, it's, it's a little rough. Uh, also, the, um, the young adult dialogue in this is so bad that I started in my head reacclimating to Life is Strange going, was it really that bad? Because this is really <laughs> fucking terrible. And I'm not even talking about, oh, they mentioned Zootopia porn. But just Jade attempting to be edgy to her dad going, look, look, I was able to get my blood out. I'm going to do heroin. I'm so I'm so cool and edgy. I'm like, God, shut up. But, but what about... Honestly, you know what bugged me more than young kid talk is... So it's like COVID? It's like COVID? Is it like COVID? COVID's the only disease I know of. It's the only illness I know two, of. Two mentions of COVID in this. I think it was three. <laughs> oh, okay. I only, I only caught two. They had to paper over the fact that this was a shitty script that the writer wrote 10 years ago. <laughs> like they had to sprinkle in these little things. Like we're Umbrella's like, evil, like Facebook evil. God. They're like, I'm going to get you blacklisted from every tech place that even Pornhub's going to shred your resume. Can you, uh, can you tell that the, the, the showrunner of this was a writer and executive producer on all the seasons of Supernatural nobody likes? <laughs> oh, no. Mm. I can always that count on you to do the research that matters. The, 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 like, the fat umbrella guy in the future timeline feels like a very Supernatural character to me from what little Supernatural I've seen. Where it's like, he's he's the villain, but then he's quirky, and then he dies. <laughs> it's like, I want to go see my dogs. I, I, was, I was pissed when he went out, because I'm like, please, there's no one I can even approach to want to look at in this timeline. Yeah, he, he was kind of the best there for a while. <laughs> like, I liked, I liked his cartoonishly evil behavior, and then his entire bit of, I've got two kids back home, only to reveal they're just two dogs. <laughs> And the almost comical sequence he gets where he gets to own a bunch of zombies that they call zeros in this because they wanted to upset me. Yeah, that was upsetting. What, what? I hate that so much. What? Like, yeah. that, that's another one of the things is like, oh, this, this person just had this script. It's really weird that, that that dude we were just talking about has that cool scene where he owns zombies. Yeah. And Jade is never that powerful. She, she's never that competent. <laughs> It, it tricked me into thinking that was going to be the energy where we were going to be going at eventually for the rest. Right. Where it's like, oh, yeah. oh, they're just, that dude just like does like some wrestling, like fold some of them, effortlessly takes some dudes out. I'm like, okay, if she starts doing this toward the end, I can actually maybe like go, well, her character sucks, but at least she could like 
do shit. Right. Like, uh, like, but turns out, no, that is the peak of any cool athletic thing that happens in the show is from the overweight dude. I, I The thing you said about the tone of the show, like, oh, this is where we were going. Like, that's that is what I was hoping for. Because, like, I don't. I do not play Resident Evil games, but it is my understanding that they all start out, you know, pretty dark and horror And as they go on, things get a little more shoot them in the kneecap and suplex them wacky action-y. Yeah. And th- th- this show started out uh, really boring and then ended uh, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite the contrast, actually, when you think about it. Like, ev- like there's, there's a thing um, called the idiot ball. Uh, especially in episodic show writing where one character has to be dumber than usual and make a mistake to kick off the plot of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone in both timelines is fucking stupid. Yeah. 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 Like, like I can fucking Jade old Jade. I can take a character being (laughs) unethical or being incompetent. Right. You Mm -hmm. can't be both. That's not interesting. Yeah, well, Jade's the only character in the future timeline, so she has to always hold the idiot ball. I'm sorry. Yeah. Who? What? What? First of all, the future timeline is not interesting at all. No. Not even remotely. It is every shitty zombie story that Hollywood has shit out for more than 10 years where Mm -hmm. the whole world has become zombies. The survivors survive with these very similar procedures they have a f- weird name for the zombies because we're scared of saying the word zombie. There maybe there's an evil corporation that has like the last big secure thing, but they're like a technocratic dictatorship. Yeah, yeah you've got you've yeah. got the corporation faction, the religious crazy faction. Yeah, literally every episode is just a different thing. They just wholesale took well, from some th- of the show. Yeah, the, the, yeah, that's the other thing. Like it, it degrades into being formulaic really fucking fast, where it's like. <laughs> yeah. Jade encounters faction, Umbrella kills faction, Jade escapes. And that happens like five times. The funny thing is we have pre-existing live action Resident Evil properties to point at and composite to make this literal series. This is somehow even worse than the third Resident Evil film, but about the same as the sixth. And you just combine the themes, the vibes of both. And that's literally what this is. This is the fight. It's like, this is why I tell no one you should never watch the final Resident Evil live action movie. It is inexcusably bad. It is this bad. Wow. But, but the future timeline is straight up Resident Evil uh, 3 movie, the third one. Right. Like the, the fucking, the first scavenger town she wakes up in. I like we, we, she wakes up and she goes outside and we start doing the establishing shots of, of our Kmart Mad Max society that we've got going on. And I remember actually shouting at my TV, <laughs> surely my shitty face paint, corrugated iron, too many scarves, Survivor Village will be the one that sets the world on fire. <laughs> <laughs> there is literally, literally one good moment in the show and feel missed it. Feel. <laughs> <clears throat> oh my god blade albert wesker <laughs> <laughs> yeah when they end i think it's episode six where lance reddick's wesker uh is just he's being detained and they like break open a part of the wall to reveal another lance reddick yes i'm like i'm like oh shit there's signs of life and then episode <laughs> yeah. fucking seven opens with like four, four weskers. fucking weskers this and is one of them so stupid. In with Lance Reddick dressed like Wesley Snipes' blade. <laughs> yeah, 
Yes. With the, he's got the it's fade so going up. Right. I was screaming. Yeah. The, if the rest of the show was this, that it would it, be, it would be up there, man. Yes. <laughs> there, that was. I, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe that they were capable of, of coming up with such a funny fucking scene. I can't even say it's good. I'm just like, this is the funniest thing. They even get him doing the Wesker run. Like, he yeah, does the super know. run. <laughs> yeah, he does the super he run. Wesker's it, around. It looks so terrible compared to any of the movies. <laughs> Literally the yeah. only thing they had going in the story. It was the only mystery present. Uh-huh. Was... Like, because he he kept saying like, "Oh, that wasn't me." And people make references to the fact that he did this before. He's like, "No, that wasn't me." I'm like, "Oh, did did you have like a mental breakdown? Is that what the doping is for? Are you keeping another personality at bay? Do right. you have amnesia? Like, oh shit, no, you've got a brother. Oh wait, no, you're all clones of Blade. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. This story's like, good. Oh, they're all dead. This is insane. <laughs> yeah, that they immediately are like, oh yeah, that's dead. They. I like the reference to saying Wesker, original Wesker died in Volcano. Yes, like in that's unbelievably funny. The showrunner's really desperate to pretend this is like really part of Resident <laughs> Evil. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I started getting really worried with how they assembled context clues there to be like, are they going to try and pretend the games actually are real and Wesker made clones that made him black? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that real Wesker did in fact die in that volcano, which I, I started getting really, really worried about it when they actually started to try and connect this to the old games of like, here, here's episode five where they, they do a bunch of Resident Evil like puzzle references, but they're like, here's the video of Lisa from Resident Evil one. Mm hmm. And then they're taking that thing out. And I'm like, are, are they trying to like weave this together in some way? I thought it was just going to be straight references of, Jade breaks a box and I guess a grenade's in it. <laughs> the literal chainsaw guy is here. Oh my God. I forgot about that. That was the worst. <laughs> that was the fucking worst. <laughs> also, that was the most inefficient way to kill a guy with a chainsaw. <laughs> that guy's an idiot. <laughs> Um, Agro's like, I could do his job better. So, okay, please tell me if, if this is how it is in, in the games, because, again, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So at the end of Resident Evil 1 or 2, I don't, I uh -huh. don't know. I know at some point Raccoon City gets nuked, right? Yeah, yeah it's the end of 2. Yeah. And now everybody in this series is like, like, oh, you remember what happened to Raccoon City? Like, yeah, it was a gas thing. There was a fire or an explosion. Yeah. Is is that how it's covered up in the games? Uh. No. I no. I I only I don't by the time that this game should exist I mean this show should exist if it exists in Resident Evil continuity um, there's no more cover up right there's no more cover up Umbrella should have been a separate company by then because yeah they should be Blue Umbrella by now because what happened because this is a fantasy uh the government was like uh, Umbrella you don't get to exist anymore yeah, I think that they should be Tricell, actually. Well, the, the the evil operation should be Tricell, but then Blue Umbrella should be its own thing. Yeah. Blue, um, Blue, Blue Umbrella should be, like, the people funding the BSAA. Right. right. Um, yeah, like, that shit got exposed in, like, 2004. Right. They in they, the, they the nuked a city. <laughs> right. You can't yeah. say that's a gas yeah, explosion. They weren't able to hold this for very long. <laughs> they like, nuked a city on the American mainland. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's a gas leak. <laughs> <laughs> new new raccoon city new raccoon city sure whatever americans fucking love that kind of thing why is it in south africa 
because this was filmed in South Africa. Uh, that's all I got. That's it. That, that's, I, what, we, that's what makes it so funny that that dude from Tijuana just teleports to South Africa. I know. We, me and Bob were losing it. I was like, I guess he drove here. I don't <laughs> It's worse than this part of Batman where Batman gets back in the city somehow. I know. The Dark Knight rises in terms of how the fuck did you get here? Remember, all of this happened last week. <laughs> it, he was contacted within like because the virus is infected uh, a Billy at this point. So it, all of that, he gets all the way there within 48 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, you, you, are a, you, got, you are a blackballed journalist where everyone like abandoned you because they got paid off and you, you refused to. How can you even afford to get to South Africa? Yeah. Yeah, that is a legitimate question because it's clear even his family has given up on it. His father thinks he's insane. His father thinks he's insane and he can't like achieve anything or like so it just it requires a big leap. Uh, something that bothered me very early on in the show and it's very minor. It was like a minor nitpick thing was uh, the past version of Jade and the future version of Jade have two completely different mouth structures where the old one has a gap. Yes. And I'm like, and then in the show, they address I that know. nitpick six episodes in when uh, when the present day Billy says, last time I saw you, your, your teeth were not, your front teeth were knocked out. I'm like, you did not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they oh were like, you, did, you, yeah, did, they... you did not fucking punch me in the head for, for having a CinemaSins, this is inconsistent moment. Yeah, I lost it because I'm like, wait, so, like, and then and then they got carried off in some other direction, right? They, they mentioned two things in that sentence, the teeth and something else, being pregnant. Yeah. And then they're like, let's focus on the pregnancy. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's focus on the future dentistry. How did this come out so well? Yeah, I, it's funny that they wrote in that detail. And then future and, and present Billy look nothing alike. Yeah, I was, and then I was going to say, <laughs> we're going to talk about that. But uh, future Billy became progressively more Asian. I, I, they don't. I, I thought the casting for Jade was really similar, right? You can you can believe yeah. that. You can believe mm -hmm. child oh, her, totally. adult her. Billy, not at all. Not in the yeah, least. In that no I'm not, not buying it at, in the fucking least. It's so weird. I, I was hoping for a twist where it's like, this isn't the same one. They just like did some weird shit, but no. And also, they <laughs> it's so weird that Evelyn doesn't age in 14 years. God, if only the series was so insecure that all of it was about CinemaSins. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah only. that's when the original Albert Wesker took the D-virus and it made him black. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then we need God. to explain Billy. And then we need to explain everything else. Oh and then on hell explains he's a billionaire. <laughs> 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 yeah, this is there. There's so much. There's so much going on in this show. One hundred percent. There's an early version of this script where he's black now because he fell in a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> is this a JoJo's thing? <laughs> is the T virus airborne? <coughs> no, uh, transmitted via saliva bites. Okay. You know. Num num. It's like, did, did they admit that that kid got bitten in the tunnel with the liquors? Uh yes. Okay. Because mm -hmm. I knew he had it. I don't remember if they said he got bit. That yeah, whole they... scene in the tunnel is such a mess. <sighs> it's it's yes. It's my favorite in the whole show. Really? Because it encapsulates how at 
there are there are several points in in this series, like like in any narrative, where a character is presented with a choice to make, mm-hmm. and in this show, every time, every single time a character is forced to make a decision, they make the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like I'm not one of those people who are like, oh, the character did something that wasn't tactically optimal. This is a plot hole. But yeah, every single decision made in this series is bad. And there's that moment where they're in the van, like, everyone shut the fuck up. Not a word. I mean it. No one say anything. And then Umbrella shows up and they're like, oh, what's out there? You know, I, th- I think Jade explains like, oh, liquors, they hunt by sound, you know, so shut the fuck up. And then the liquors attack Umbrella, and one of those assholes in the van goes, What's happening? (laughs) Yeah. It's just frustrating. But I I, I mean, they also, as they're coming up to this moment, Aggro, not even knowing about the liquors yet, just knowing about Umbrella. Or actually, no, they know about the liquors first. Jade rips part of the newspaper that's supposed to block out the window open so she right. can look through it. It's like, bitch, that was put there for a reason. I'm, this this scene also upsets me because they introduced the three barrel shotgun, famous gun from game. Oh, Cerberus. Yeah. They don't use it once. Yeah, I saw it. I'm like, oh, uh, that's a cool thing. <laughs> yeah, it's. Mm. And it's that's that whole I, scene gets better because they like everyone dies. Uh, and, but then the family she met is, is alive again at a door somewhere. I don't know. It's poorly shot and confusing. Yeah. Like almost every single cinematographer, (laughs) any action moment in the show, I'm just confused. (laughs) So like, like that ended, they move on to the next thing they had planned. Um, this, this fucking show was written like Ruby. Um, (laughs) and, and it's, it's them and the dead end and the dad's like, I'm going to pick up this pipe and I'm going to go fight the giant spider. Because that makes sense, right? right? He's, he's like, give me a 10 count and then go the other way. And then he goes out there and the spider has its shelob silent coming down moment. And he fucking nails this thing in the face with a pipe. And you hear the, the sound and he knocks it away. And I'm like, yes, it's just a big spider. You are a grown man with a pipe. Whip that thing's ass. And then the spider puts its foot through him. Because that's how spiders be, right? That's how spiders be. <laughs> it's a really big spider. So it's super strong. Did it roar after that? I don't remember. <laughs> I think it did, yeah. His <laughs> wife walks out like, no! And I'm like, Haha, you tied for nothing. <laughs> yeah, it was like they were supposed to run the other way, but somehow they look around, a, they look backwards, and they're now in a hallway where it felt like they should have been in a side room, and they see him dying, and it's like, what, what was any of this? What did he I, think was going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Jade's like, come on, lady, your your kid's dead. We've got to go. She's like, no, no, no one in your storyline can survive. Go on without me. I was really hopeful that guy with the three barrel shotgun would have survived, but he just basically got killed off screen. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's very upsetting. Yeah, I like how almost as soon as the show starts, uh, Billy gets infected, and I'm like, okay, we're gonna see them slowly like degrade. And so very early on, they make it feel like it's going to happen like right now, and then it just doesn't. <laughs> she's like, whoops. Where it's like, I'm better. <laughs> and it's like, she, she she's flaking off. There's like blood coming out of her mouth. I'm like, this is it. And then and then the future timeline goes, oh, no, it's fine. Right. Like, every time you think she's going to T-virus out, like, she punches that guy who's got her dog, and you're like, yeah, we're going to do it, and we don't. 
Yeah, that was really amazing because as Roth, the security guy, is just like, what are you? I'm like, a teenage girl who hit you. There was nothing remarkable here. Stop pretending. I don't know. She kind of like Goldberg speared that motherfucker and then like flipped (laughs) over him. And I'm like, this is it. She's going to Wesker his ass. And she doesn't. Yeah, it's really disappointing because that's the whole thing. Wesker's supposed to have the viruses and be immune. So why didn't we get that with her? Because that would have been cool. Because the person who wrote this already had the script and didn't know anything about Resident (laughs) Evil and wasn't interested in learning. Here's why all these fucking adaptations are terrible. Because they just get some TV guy, which is fine. No. But then they're like, well, well, (laughs) theoretically is fine. (laughs) In best case scenario is okay. And then the TV guy goes, well, Hollywood is the only form of art that matters. So whatever I'm adapting is lesser than me. So I'm not really going to look at it. Maybe I'll look at a Wikipedia page if you're lucky. And then I'll just do whatever the fuck I want. It's I it's real it, it's really unbelievable to me how fast they made the the past part feel entirely irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. it's like why are you doing this dramatic thing? Like it's fucking Resident Evil. We know there's gonna be a big zombie event. But the, here's how the uh, the fall happened. I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what 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 pisses me off to my core about we're gonna make a story of how the fall happens. You finish that show and it didn't happen. Yeah, no, the, they stopped before it happens. Well, they had well they had to they had they have to wait for season two so it can have the exact same fucking psychotic structure. Yeah, yeah, neither yeah, timeline cause, cause has an had, ending. They, it's just the worst. The, yeah, the, the past timeline actually trying to do to do this hook of all right, we escaped. Uh, fucking read my instructions, my daughter. It's just. Go find Ada Wong in Japan. She's in Akihabara. And it's like, wow, wow. I don't give a fuck. Do you understand? Do you understand? When I came to the realization that they weren't going to, like, commit to the end of the world on that last episode, I'm like, this episode's so fucking long. How did you not do it? Come on, man. Well, well, maybe maybe that one tyrant getting out at the end was the end of the world, yeah. Then that yeah, doesn't make sense how like we're gonna go to Japan and have an engaging plot, right? And how one one tyrant could possibly infect that many people? When I mean, we we the entire series is this inexplicable, like completely without any logic or solid like solid framework for it. Exhibition of for some reason, Umbrella has no security team worth a shit. Yeah. Like for yeah. some reason, the entire series just exemplifies that every episode. It's psychotic. It's like they They're know like, this that is this is their city. They know that they have a virus that can make zombies. Right. That is a foregone conclusion. They need to know that it has to be on lockdown. They have zero guards. Zero. It takes them thirty minutes to show up with a group of guys. Sometimes. Yeah. It's- yeah. Just. This is their city that they have made, where there's cameras everywhere. They can see basically anything, do whatever. But but any random teenager can just unlock all this shit. It's like what not if, a problem. What if you point a flashlight at the at the camera and then play a recording of somebody saying, "I'm Albert Wesker." Hey, you think our lab should have any <laughs> biometric security? No. no. Passwords? No. How about the elevator? No. Front the door? basement of their home had more security than the Umbrella Labs did. Which is funny yeah. because it's like, obviously, Umbrella could find that basement. They know it's in every house. It really is just, he went way hardcore on keeping it from his daughters. Yeah, like, when he ordered the house, did did, did he order it with, with the hollow thing under the piano? Or did he, like, 
do that while they were at school? Did he get a contractor in in the week they lived there? Yeah, I don't. The show's timeline sucks so bad. They tried their best to speed run classic Resident Evil with that fourth episode or whichever one is the we found we found Wesker's emails. We're trying to like get into the basement, play the piano to do the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bottle episode. I believe that was episode six or five. One moment. Yeah, I think it was five. It was five, I think. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. But yeah, that that episode where it's like Yeah, that's five. We're gonna do it like this. I almost feel like they wanted to try and make it fixed camera angle-esque where they're like, okay, the dude is on the phone is gonna tell you to crawl across the floor here. Mm-hmm. Let's do a shot of that to avoid the uh to avoid the camera. The cameras seem to have a lot of blind spots. <laughs> when, Whenever my daughter is scared and can't go to sleep, I lull her to sleep with the haunting melody of Moonlight Sonata. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing lulls my child to sleep like a haunting and sad melody. <laughs> I, that's all Wesker knew, okay? <laughs> he learned one song! <laughs> yes, ever. <laughs> Dad, you, why do you have a piano if you only know this one song? Shut up. <laughs> I, I can see Blade Wesker being like, you will learn this piece of music by the time I return. <laughs> you must why become cultured. <laughs> I have left you a box set of Seinfeld and <laughs> sheet music for Moonlight Sonata. I need I need to know how much he was paid. <laughs> Not enough. Uh, I just <laughs> a, a, as soon as that scene happened, I'm like, Lance Reddick, how much were you paid to dress up like Wesley Snipes Blade? <laughs> oh yeah, which reminds me, feel that means you didn't get to see uh uh what was it? No, Albie got shot. Is he Bert? A Bert. Bert. Uh, Bert. Yeah, Bert. You you get to see Lance Reddick play uh, Wesker, except he is developmentally challenged. Yes. Uh, what? Who, what the fuck is wrong with the people okay, who made yeah, this? There's, there's this entire Mark. sequence where it's like that dude gets out, he shaves to make him sleep because he had like a beard. He had been hidden in an umbrella fucking facility for like 15 years without Albert knowing. And he takes Albert's kids out to a restaurant and just starts being mentally ill about unlimited breadsticks and saying, why are you limiting me on baskets? That's not unlimited. He he instantly becomes, an, I mean, it's literally Olive Garden. Yes. He, he goes, there's yeah. so much pasta, but no olives, though. Weird. And he's like mm-hmm. maximum quirky because we get to have the funny quirky moment. This is the thumbnail, by the way, him looking at the Olive Garden menu. Um, he's, he's fucking <laughs> Lenny is, is what he is. He's Lenny from Of Mice and Men, and it's awful. I don't know. This is this was one of the most enjoyable parts of the show to me. Oh, no, oh, that, that, that was great. Him just that, straightforward explaining. He's like, "I'm your uncle. Wear clothes." Yes. that was really good because he they didn't tell him he needed to keep it from them. Right, he didn't know because the whole thing he, is they just went, oh, "Whatever." They don't need to know that their dad's being kidnapped by us and held prisoner. Let Bert go take care of them. And I'm like, "This is a terrible plan. This will not work." And then instant. It's just like, yeah, no, Bert's just going to tell them everything that's up. And um, when they try to take Bert and the kids back, he's going to flip. Yeah, because he's he Bert's just out there trying to help the kids and doesn't he's more upset that he didn't the, the other Albert didn't tell them about him because he's their uncle. <laughs> I know that moment of, <laughs> he didn't tell you about me. Yeah, that was really that was great. It's just nice to see this actor's range because I always hear him at the exact same level and everything he's in. Mm hmm. Yeah. So it was really nice to see him uh, play play, play the, some play some different shit. He played yeah. four characters. Yeah. For example, Albie, who makes the shrimp curry burrito, and Albert <laughs> yells at him, "My God, the smell is going to be stuck in here forever." 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there's, I, I, I want to, oh, I'm so glad that I get to explain that this happened to feel. Um, <laughs> okay. So picture that character we've been describing. Like a, a, after he takes the girls to Olive Garden, they they recapture everybody, and um, Evelyn is explaining to him that oh no, the girls are fine. They're eating ice cream in my office, and they think you're cool. And he's like, oh, that's so good. Like, and then in the last episode, he's the one giving a this is the moral we learned here today speech. Yes, <laughs> human relationships are complicated, and maybe any love is okay because no love is perfect. And I'm like, show what the. F- Fuck are you doing? Yeah, and then no, they 20 have, minutes yeah. later, Billy gets the other this is the theme speech, and I, I wanted to die. Yeah, it was terrible. That was terrible. That was absolutely horrible. Yeah. Luckily, it was not in episode seven, <laughs> so I get to uh, separate yeah. it. By the way, for any anyone who's like a fan of episode seven, might I recommend the fourth and fifth Resident Evil movies? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was so... I could not believe... I was like, I had no faith that they would do anything this stupid. And I really needed it bad because you need stupid in Resident Evil I mean, badly. I mean, because it has all the best aspects. This show, by and large, is a no fun zone. Yes, like not because uh, there's so many scenes in this show, like episode five, the bottle episode, where I can get down with we're finding out the secrets of what's going on with like our parents are, that they aren't telling, and we're finding like little clues and stuff. But as soon as it becomes the thing of they're 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 mad at him when they confront him about all the things that I'm like, I actually don't like either of these characters, though, so if they're ever mad about anything, I don't actually care. Uh (laughs) Because I'm like, you guys are unlikable. I like young Billy a little. Where I'm like, I don't know, I think think you're a little bit better, just because of how aggressively I do not like Jade, despite uh, them doing a decent enough job with the shitty material. But I'm like, I can't I can't work with this Mm -hmm. at all. Um, also, you, you mentioned that scene where, where Evelyn's like, don't worry, they're having ice cream in my office. And you forgot the best part where Bert just goes, is a rocky road. <laughs> she's, and she's like, they also love your favorite flavor. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this I, guy is going to give us the moral of the job. Yeah. That was terrible. When the next episode, they decide that's the level he's coming in at. And it's like, no, it clearly <sighs> wasn't. <laughs> I started losing my mind in the last episode because it felt like it it was about to end definitively because they solved a lot of things in the future. And I looked at the time. They're like, it's been 20 minutes. There's like 45 minutes left. I'm like, God, I I'm so mad that it took that after six hours of nothing. (laughs) Yeah, nothing. Yeah, they finally do something. And I think I think it's incredibly relevant to bring up what uh, Eric Kripke I think that's how you pronounce that. Who is the showrunner of The Boys? Mm-hmm. Said in an interview like yesterday. Oh mm. no! Uh, he said the downside of streaming is that a lot of filmmakers who work in streaming didn't come out of the network grind. They're comfortable with the idea they could give you ten hours where nothing happens until the eighth hour. <laughs> that drives me fucking nuts, personally. As a network guy who had to get you people interested for twenty-two fucking hours a year, I didn't get the benefit of oh, just hang in there, don't worry. The critics will tell you that by episode eight, shit really hits the fan. Or anyone who says, well, what I'm really making is a ten-hour movie. Fuck you! No, you're not. Make a TV show. You're in the entertainment business. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good quote. Uh, Give ma- Surf Dracula the fucking board. <laughs> and, yeah, and I, the, I have to aside the, this because dealing with this fucking show in the past segments, which 
I'm sure there's some kind of allegory with them living in the hyper sanitized suburb and antidepressants causing the uh, apocalypse. Called, and the yeah, literally called joy. Joy. And the weird, almost anti-vaxxy thing where the CEO is like, we could use this to control people. And I'm sure there's some allegory there that I'm not stupid enough to understand. Oh, no, none. <laughs> Absolutely none. There is nothing <laughs> below the surface. But watching the boys between my watching as I watched a season before and most of season two after where it has many of the same things in regards to corporations and pharmaceutical companies. I really did this show a disservice because this seems like it was written by somebody brain dead. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah. Or it's, or it's like, have, have them say something stupid and then have some lame, have the CEO say 4chan virgins, which by the way, once again, I don't know why it keeps happening in Netflix shit. I almost feel like there's some kind of executive insistence that they do this. Stop having every one of your shows go, huh, those cons crazy conspiracy theorists that are right about this. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It's like, okay, here's this insult toward these people. And I'm like, you're saying they're the only people that, that know about the fucking Raccoon City. <laughs> Okay, I want to talk about something that bugged me in the final episode. Sure. Ooh. Do it. We have a moment where Jade and Billy are confronted. And Jade talks about how the final day, the, the last thing we see in the past timeline is when Billy just becomes unsalvageable. She is just all pure evil. Yeah, she stopped being human. She stopped being human. And we go back and see that. And at the end of that season... It's literally, no, she's still fragile and really wants her sister to help. And you just abandon her? I know you are the worst character ever, but we yes. are, is the whole series just going to be driving that in? Because I don't feel like it is. I feel like they do, they, they're they straying away from that. Like they don't want to commit, even though literally everything they ever do is just the worst decision possible. Mm -hmm. And she just comes off as the true enemy of the series. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jade's a terrible character. Yeah. That's, yeah. Right. She's inconsistent, but also just an awful person. Like I'm supposed what a combo. I'm supposed to be rooting for somebody here, right? Like there, there's a protagonist in this story. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> I became I became immediately so exhausted when they do the thing of like, oh, maybe maybe future Billy isn't isn't that bad because they rip the microchip that they have tracking Jade out of her, and the length they go to trap her. And the university that is uh, hiding by being centralized on a boat is, it's okay, she'll experiment and pick up a zombie that will have a chip. And that will allow us to track back as they attempt to obtain the cure or some some type of answer off the Mother Zero. I was like, this is, this is awful. Yeah, the... <sighs> There's so much to resent about both timelines in this. Yeah, I know. Yes. Yeah, there are times where I'm like, okay, you did it. I'm in a scene that's like a five. And I can like <laughs> right. I can work I can work myself through it. The one of the few scenes I only truly liked is just the one where Lance Reddick is just threatening everyone in a in a principal's office. Yeah, no, that's the only scene where they properly used him as an actor. 
and had yeah. any sort of suspense and weight to the dialogue and the things going on. And it definitely did not set up for this show. Like that scene does not follow with the rest of this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. I like there's it, when you put Resident Evil on the title card, <laughs> as you said, uh, Mark of Death, or the, 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 there's a lot of shit that I am willing to just accept right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. Weird dialogue, unbelievable characters like sciencey words that don't make any fucking sense. Sure. Cool. Awesome. Fine. Let's talk about diffusion and how particles will circulate through the air mm -hmm. at given rates mm -hmm. and yeah. how this show does not give a fuck yeah. about that. Yeah. That was, that was <laughs> really, truly bizarre. How they work. Uh, All the zombies will uh, run towards uh, this specific part in the camp, but not the people who were in the room when the vial of pheromones exploded. Yeah. It's also going to immediately attract our giant underwater alligator monster. Who's they, been underwater for from like half a mile away. Right. Like, yeah, like he's I, not even on the surface. Why would he care? Like, like I broke this vial in a tent and from <laughs> over the horizon. <sighs> I hate that alligator because they, they introduced that earlier toward the end. And then they try to do a singer. Look what the past has. It has a tyrant. And I'm like, there's a giant alligator. That alligator in, an should earlier, be cool. in an earlier scene. Oh. Uh, you know, Resident Evil was an escalation where they started with like, that's a tyrant. That's fucked up. And then as you get through more of that series, it scales up to there there's a that's a T-Rex. Well, I mean that the alligator did, was did, apparently wasn't even that big a deal, KZ. They killed with two rockets. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I know <laughs> I that mean, entire scene where they're like, we can't let a helicopter get in the air, so we have to sick the alligator on him, and one helicopter effortlessly gets in the fucking air. Why did she come back but, to kill the gator anyway? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, because her, I don't. I don't. Know. But, but this is this is <laughs> what this what, show John, does. I, I thought it, you were talking about why Jade went there, and I'm like, well, there was a reason for that, and then I'm like, no, no, no. He's you're talking, talking about, about you're Billy. talking about the other one. This is a show in which Lance Reddick is playing Wesker, and it's lame. Yeah. This is a show in which. The giant archival, like, we're, we're all Oxford scholars with guns boat has a doomsday button giant zombie alligator they have chained up and they're dragging like a sea anchor as a final resort weapon. And it's lame. Yeah. How are you handed this box of golden McDonald's toys <laughs> and you turn in this paper mache bullshit? Well, you're a racist who didn't even look at the toy box. <laughs> you looked at a list that had the name of the toys on them, and then and then that's all you needed. Like you, fucking full Lords of Shadow mode. Just say things people know and and turn in your terrible fucking zombie script. Nobody would pick up. Right. And, for and, and even the even the zombie half is bad. Where it's like, yeah, no, I I know what kind of things happen in zombie fiction. I'm just gonna go down this list and check them all off. It's almost motherfucker. World War Z was 16 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> We're fucking through with this. Everybody is. That's why even the people that get paid to like this Netflix slop reviewed it about as well as Cowboy Bebop and audience re audiences reviewed it worse. It kills me that the first episode of the series, she has a spray that is some sort of pheromone that makes her immune to the zombies. And then the big thing they find is at the end of the series is that same thing. You're talking about the sprinkler system with the red powder, right? No, no. She sprays herself. 
Yeah, she, she, she's she got masks body her scent at the beginning. Yes. But but the other one, like, she she even bled out a little bit, and the thing would not. That's yeah. true. Yeah, maybe it just suppresses her B.O. Maybe it's literally axe. <laughs> the yeah. first one was just scent masking. Yeah, it's... I can't, uh... So all that stuff is literally, like, it. it's horde stuff that was in Days Gone a lot. That's why I said that thing at the beginning. See, I, watching this, I constantly thought of uh, Left for Dead. Because I mean, they, they, the witch. they introduced the witch, literally, yes. I wrote that in my notes, yeah. too. The witch who screams a pheromone, and the pheromone has two chemicals in it. One that says, attack here, and one that says, do not. And somehow she screamed, keep turning the electro thing. That's, sure. That's how that worked. We, yeah. Although, I will say, episode four mm-hmm. had a beautiful moment where the, like... I pulled this out, out of the back kitchen drawer cult leader guy for the Brotherhood. Yeah. You know, she's oh, like, God. you think this is like God's doing? And he's like, yeah, God did this and we're the chosen. And he starts in on that speech and she just hauls off and slugs him. And it's it's a perfect moment of television. <laughs> and then that episode also had the, the, the spooky girl zombie screamer. Mm-hmm. So any points it gets is ultimately deleted by using the single most tired zombie trope there is. I I did laugh in disbelief when they're doing the, they do the they're breaking out of the cult's like base or at least that cell. They push one dude off and they do the Wilhelm scream and I think this is the most less <laughs> yeah. least glamorous use I've ever heard. Yeah, they just push him over a rail. It doesn't look cool. It's not especially funny he just goes over and they play the Wilhelm and as I'm stun locked by how bad that was we go into the slow-mo shootout with Jamroquaz I think it's pronounced feels just like it should from the PlayStation move commercial song playing over it and I'm like what is no I hate that that's one of the just the beat down is one of the best things in this show Baxter got a cool fight scene as much as they could make yeah, one. Uh, also, no one was talking. Yeah. You know what's weird? Like, if you changed nothing else about this series, but cut it up into 15 to 20 minute episodes, I think it would go up two points. <laughs> Just well, yeah, it's bad content, but I'll get through it. I'll get through it faster. Some of the first and last episode being over an hour and everything... The lowest episode's like 47 minutes, and, the, and so much of it lives in the 50s. Right, but but like not even just the length, like not even re-editing anything. There's like three or four little arcs in every one of these episodes, and they start and end, and there's like, you hear this hard g-chunk, and then we start a new one, and they just chain together to make an hour-long yeah, episode. Yeah, the gears start spinning up. <laughs> Maybe someone would survive in the final, or in the future timeline. Through a whole <laughs> two episodes, Zagro. We can't have that happen. Yeah, Baxter's the only one allowed to do that because he's great and everyone loves him. I love how every single episode they set up a desk flag for someone too, and then they just delivered on it. Like, oh man, I'm having a bi- baby. Well, she's going to die. Oh, God. Yeah. Every time the series is like, this is the truth. I'm like, they're lying. And it's so fucking obvious. It's nonstop. As soon as soon as Jade says, my sister died 14 years ago, I went, oh, fuck. She's alive. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm, I'm now convinced that she's completely alive. God damn it. it come it's on. So, it's so stunning how bad this show is at that kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's like, it's not a red herring if you point and go, 
Look at that red herring. <laughs> <laughs> just just the fact that they kill off that that guy after they escape the cult the cult base. And then Jade is captured, and I can feel it in my bones that I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna reveal that that's that person's gonna unmask as her sister. Mm-hmm. They have subbed out an all an almost enjoyable character for one I will certainly hate. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 like fucking clockwork, it just happens. <laughs> they do the scene where where Billy's talking to her. You know, she's like, oh, I'm really sick, and oh, I couldn't get away from Umbrella. You were right, but I'm gonna get you out of here. Here, I'm, I'm gonna pull your tracker out. And, and I'm watching that, think thinking like, show you're not good enough for me to try to guess whether this is genuine or a fake out or a double cross because no matter what it is it's going to be it's going to be bad. Yeah. Like that's where yeah. we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's like, "Haha, I'm brilliant and I brushed my hair since last we met. Isn't this reveal amazing?" <laughs> I I don't know if they're actually if it's actually part of the story because it was in that thing that was clearly a lie that, that I was just talking about. Where the sister also says that she still has the virus, and the after fourteen years, it, we're still on a countdown clock until she dies. Yeah, it's that like, wasn't the "I'm deceiving you" part. So it's like, so that may or may not be true. But man, that's dumb. <laughs> We, we've been in a space talking a lot about this show, so I forget if we've already mentioned the incredibly stupid Evelyn scene that happens near the end. No, no, I've been holding on to that through this entire conversation. <laughs> I was going to bring up that we haven't discussed Evelyn because she's so fucking nothing. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, she is so nothing, but when they reveal it's like, oh, she's being controlled by Billy. By, by Billy in the future timeline, and the way they do it is having her do the dumbest fucking dance thing, which, by the way, is just as abrupt and is almost indistinguishable from the Morbius dance scene. Yeah. Where the villain of that uh, does a dance to have sex and does vampire mugging to the camera. This was basically the same thing, where it made no sense for the character to be doing it. Right, like feel. Uh, Future Jade walks into the tent with future Billy. I'm sorry, to to meet Evelyn. And then Evelyn starts lip-syncing and dancing along to a pop song. Yeah, and then that's how they reveal. Like Billy walks in frame with an iPad. Like, ha! Huh, I have shit in her brain, and I'm controlling her to I'm run con- all of Umbrella. I'm controlling her with that's 87 so drugs, stupid. and I need to do this because I have enemies inside of Umbrella, and this is easier, and that's why she's still alive. And I'm like, I hate you, show. Please stop talking. Yeah, the worst part is, yes, that is she's really like really doing bad. Roundhouse kick dance moves. Yeah, it's really. And it's if that, really jarring. If that had just been Evelyn day drunk on champagne doing a power move. That would have been amazing. <laughs> you see, that's what I wanted. I at first I thought maybe that's just the level she's coming in at, and and somehow the future version of her is going to be the funniest thing I've ever seen. And then they went, "Don't worry, we didn't have a good idea. We can't write a power structure that has both of them because this story is really about Jade and Billy. It's not about anything else. Get rid of Evelyn." Any- there's nothing here get rid of everyone (laughs) but jade in the future timeline like there's the god i hate i really hate jade it's really it's really rough how no version of her is likable at any point i've seen every possible timeline (laughs) i've seen it (laughs) i've seen every time what 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 timeline uh will i like this character in None. There's no hope. I'm here. gonna go hang out with this boy when my uh my sister has an hour and a half to live. 
God! Oh my God! What a terrible uh, she, character. She's in, she is infected by this thing. It is clearly a problem. I'm going to hide it from my dad because I'm the dumbest character on earth. Yeah, they're all the worst, and they don't like just say shit that any, would solve all of the problems, and they don't communicate. Any time they try to take their dad to task, I'm like. No, you suck. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm not trying to say he's the best dude in the world here. And, and it happens no, over and over. At no point do I want to side with you over him. That, that's because this whole story does not have a moral through line or a point of view or a stance or anything to say. Like I was saying earlier about all like the pharmaceutical shit and all the imagery of big business. Like there's nothing there. It's just, they, it's wallpaper because that's the kind of thing you have in a zombie movie. There's a scene near the end, I think it's in episode seven, where um, I think Billy bites r random hot boy on the arm. Yeah, yeah. Simon, yeah. Yeah, and, and he's like, oh, and like everybody's in the room and like, oh no, I've been bit and Evelyn's there like, oh no. And Wesker starts like, let my girls go and I can help cure your son. And then Evelyn just shoots her son in the fucking head. Yeah, like and, right through the like the left eye. Yeah, and in a story that had characters or morals or themes this could have been an interesting moment that would pay something off or illustrate a point or have emotional weight but in here it's just something else that happened because this show was written by a robot yeah yep also uh, the description of that night as the best night of her life where the t-virus stripped away all of the bullshit that's the way Billy describes that night. And I'm like, that night really wasn't much of anything. You bit someone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you need to write an important event to go here. If all of these different moments throughout the show are pointing towards it and going, this was the big moment. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. Do you think these two timelines were written by completely separate teams on a dare? Every single episode is written by a different person. So... <laughs> Of I'm course. a big fan of the episode seven team. I think I think they got some good over there. They were like, "Oh, we got to write a Resident Evil episode. What do we get to write past Wesker stuff? Okay, we're gonna boot up this fourth Resident Evil movie. <laughs> oh shit, this series loves clones. Let's go!" <laughs> yeah, just thinking about what they chose to do with Wesker in this show, where they're like, "Okay, here's this j larger than life villain." And what we're going to do is we're going to say that the, 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 the real Wesker that anyone thinks about is not the one we're going to follow at all in this show at all. And instead will be a, a clone that will functionally do nothing except act well. It, it, they, they had so many opportunities with that Wesker to do anything interesting. But in, in, in like, I really don't say this about what we review by and large, but Agro's totally right. Every decision they had at the writing table they made wrong <laughs> like they wesker is set up in that you know parent teacher meeting where uh -huh. we're with the guidance counselor where they're mediating and stuff as this important asset to the company and it's like but he's not there are clones that he's literally fungible like bert's obviously not all there but apparently he's doing some of the work they let you know yeah, it's really bizarre that he has that conversation knowing what he is. It, and it, it doesn't no come sense. off as a bluff at all. No. it's There's so many layers of, like, everything about this show, all these different layers do not land. 
they all do the dumbest, least interesting version of a thing. The future timeline is the most apparent version of that because each episode needs to pay off the place they stayed at. Also, I find it very funny that, like, Bob, I believe you pointed out while we were watching, there's that line where it's like Baxter says the cat lady told him about the university. Yeah. Jade, and it's like, that didn't happen? Yeah, we didn't go back and check, but I could have sworn that she did not mention the university to the cat lady. Yeah, I, I she for, just I tried to... forgot about that sequence. Oh my god, the that that part of the show was so worthless. It was <laughs> it, it was definitely stock. <laughs> it, it was so stock, and it also killed Barry. Is like, why did you even call him Barry? Why did you do this? Because it's a proper noun. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the Lord of the Shadowing. And then when uh, <laughs> when Fat Guy is later, is like, I'm the master of unlocking. I just groaned the hardest you could hear. Yeah, <laughs> well, that was the episode they needed to hit as many things as possible. They're like, he's gonna be the master of unlocking. I think the red nine was somewhere in that in that episode. The chainsaw man because yep. this is the fourth episode, so it has to have Resident Evil Four references. And the fact that she's doomed, she has no way to get out of this situation, but breaks a box and the box drops a grenade because it's a fucking Resident Evil TV show. What a what a yeah. This is um. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't think it would be this this easy to get this close to Bebop Netflix again, <laughs> it, especially on this budget. This clearly has more money than that. Mm. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> yeah. like we got the worst people you know and gave them way too much fucking money. <laughs> How many millions of dollars were you paid to make this 2004 British television show for the Disney Channel? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What a combo! So, so, so this match that has this has a lot of the many qualities over uh, that Bebop had, where it's they they spent money on it. Uh, it's it it makes me upset when I think about literally any piece of dialogue in it. Netflix claims it's the number one show on their service because they lie about those. Does this have any chance of getting any more of it? Is there like any chance they renew this? Oh, one hundred percent. Because, dude, th no. we have not had the backlash that we had with Bebop. This will get renewed. Yes, we did. I do. We not, did. I, I don't see it as it, much, but net Netflix. Netflix. I know they look at the numbers and they know nobody's going to curiosity watch a season two. This shit has a fifty-three on Rotten Tomatoes and a twenty-six with the audience. That is really like, bad. It's bad. They're not. They are not going to renew this. Oh, thank God. It, it yeah. The only difference is it, it doesn't have nearly as much of a fury of pe everyone just talking about it that that Cowboy Bebop Netflix did. That, where, that where, seems where like, like it makes it more likely to them to renew it. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't have that radioactive quality that um that Cowboy Bebop did, where it's like any conversation about this is just is just talking about how hor how horrible what they did was, which which is partly because this is a, a Resident Evil piece of content uh, right. that isn't a game. This so is not our first like, rodeo. Whatever, it's another one. <laughs> I we saw, just got a movie dude, that I, was, was apparently terrible like fucking six months ago. I hadn't watched the series, but somebody on Twitter did the I think we need to apologize with an image of all the live action films outside of Welcome to Raccoon City. And I'm like, good. There's no way they're wrong about this. Also, oh God, God, what am I walking into? I see someone replying. They're like, no, those movies are worse. And I'm like, fuck you. No, they're not. No, they're not. I've seen them. I've seen those movies. Four and five are delightful. One is cute. <laughs> Two's kind of funny. Three and six are terrible. <laughs> I think I saw two on cable once. Uh, that makes sense. That's the one with the really bad rubber suit. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I was gonna say whichever one had Nemesis in. It. Yes, yeah. that is two. That is apocalypse. Yeah, I, I did. I did see that one. Like fucking. 10 plus years ago and 
you know, <laughs> that had characters in it. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I can root for no one in this except Albert. <laughs> That's just where I was at the entire time. I'm like, there's no reason for me to care about anyone. They don't deserve, they don't deserve love. <laughs> I'm super pessimistic. I think they will go through with making another season. Netflix is in the middle of a crunch right now. They just reported a shitload of losing people, and it seems like they don't renew stuff that reviews this bad. Like, I'm looking at things they've yeah, reviewed. Yeah, but we'll have to see, because they're like, their projections where they were going to get fucked way more, because uh, this is also coming out of the time they did their quarterly, where they expected to lose over 2 million subs and only lost one, so they're like, Hey, this is great. So their thing went up. <laughs> yeah, I, I fucking lost it because I see, I look at my main TV here and it says Resident Evil Netflix, number one most viewed series. I look to my right, Twitter's like, they lost a million subscribers. And I'm like, I've already solved the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> like, we already know it's a lie. We already know they just lie when they say most watched. Like, cause it's, cause it's leaked. It's leaked that if you hover over it on the menu, they count that as watched. They're pulling a Netflix or a Facebook. Yeah, I don't even think about the Facebook aspect of it. When I right. see that tag, I'm like, I don't believe that's an algorithm doing it. I just feel this is this is something that costs the millions of dollars to make and is brand new and is on a on a popular IP. We're gonna slap number one on it, mm -hmm. and and that's it. We're not we're not gonna think about like we're not gonna try and fake fake like most watched or anything. We're not gonna like pretend that some robot does this. God. If they do another season of this, they they are it would have to be a past and future arc again. And I <laughs> I really don't need them to do that again because it's it's going to be even less interesting than this one. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I like I don't know what you do do you do. You just keep keep like we know Let me explain, like, okay? It's, it's such a they they thought they were brilliant with this two timeline structure, and now they're like, oh, fuck. Well, going forward, it's just going to be the equivalent of two future timelines. Every episode, we're going to have to shed a shitload of characters in both timelines. I, I mean, I think that there's a good chance they just go to Tokyo and have an entire thing that happens there over drawn out over eight episodes. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm expecting. It's like you have your you have your past timeline where they're doing that, and then they have to pick up on the thing of Oh no, Jade's Jade's kid has been kidnapped because that's that's literally how the future arc ends is uh Jade gets shot and Billy kidnaps her daughter. Yeah. No, it's going to be great. It's season 2 when like uh, Jade catches back up to Billy and then they, they they start fighting and then we cut back to the past timeline where they both learn karate and then we cut back to the future timeline and they're like, remember when we both learned karate in Tokyo? <laughs> and then they start karate fighting. Oh, no. And, and, and of course, based on what, what the showrunner wants to do, it's like this also in Japan is going to be Lady Demitresque. For some reason, she'll be 5'8 and not be threatening in the slightest for some reason. Yeah, but you know what? You're right. I, I thought they would go to Japan, they would meet Ada, and they would just be, like, moving from spot to spot trying to evade someone or accomplish something, probably just evading the whole time. And that's why I thought it'd be, like, the future. When, re realistically, I think everyone else is right. This is going to be the, the Castlevania Netflix library season, so we're going to go to Japan and hide in one building mm -hmm. for an entire season. Yes, absolutely. And yeah, but I feel like unlike Castlevania season two, there won't even be a climax because we 
didn't really get any closure in this one no, at all. No, no. Uh, believe me, the comparison is just on how you write characters into a place to stay there to save money. Yeah. Not yeah, on I quality. Just, I, was... I, As much as I dislike some of the seasons of Castlevania Netflix, I would never compare it to this. The, you know, the pirate's <laughs> going to chase him to Tokyo, okay? Wait, what? <laughs> just the idea it's like, okay, there's a part where they're going to be in a library there, and eventually they will build towards something, but Resident Evil's like, we're going to go to a library and we're going to build toward nothing. <laughs> we're going to go to a storage shelter. There are two arcs in the show that we watched where they build toward a conclusion and neither of them get one. Yeah. I think this whole structure of past and future is really awful. It's disgusting. And I, I hate that I've yeah. seen the exact same structure in the Boba Fett show. <laughs> uh, it's, <laughs> it's okay. So the Dude. way it used to work. The way it used to work is you had to write an interesting cast and you do, meanwhile, back at the ranch to the B team, right? right. You do 18 B team. You get two storylines going at the same time that are interesting and different and they complement each other. This doesn't do that. It just cheats by using time. And I've seen this be brain dead and awful so many times by now that the fact you say the Boba Fett shows anything like that upset me. <sighs> Yeah, so I also felt this. I also got flashbacks to the Boba Fett show since I also watched it. But the Boba Fett show would do a thing like, oh, no, Boba Fett's been injured. He's going to get a back to tank and remember what he did before this show's events. Here it's hard cut. <laughs> hard cut, you're here. Hard cut, you're here. Yeah, it's much more of a mess in this than oh, it was yeah. in Boba Fett. Because, like, you know, they can't edit together anything. Uh, but Yeah, Boba Fett is also very much a mess. Yeah, my fucking notes for this show literally go past future, past future. Multiple times, because nothing happens when they cut to the past. They just have yeah. a scene to fill time. Yeah, yeah that, that show was, here's something in the present for two minutes. The rest of this episode is something in the past. But uh, God, it, I I really hate the 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 past and future jumping here because nothing feels great. It doesn't feel like they have enough material in either of them. I'm just skimming my fucking notes, and it's like Amrita is pregnant. Amrita gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the play is uh, Beethoven's Fifth on stage with uh, Arjun, who we haven't talked about at all uh, because oh boy. Anyways, uh, the he's boyfriend. On, he's on stage with B doing Beethoven's fifth and then he stands up and walks away and then our main character Jade's like I have to leave in the middle of this play to go do science and it's like you can't wait out Beethoven's fifth that's how dire this is that seems incredibly unlikely you're not even being chased there's like there's no danger for them at any point until they right. decide that they, is... need to, they need to get alive like they need to get a zero in there for testing so it just becomes this thing of what is the rush? What is the urgency? Right. She's Why not... didn't you tell anyone or get a cage or bring extra straps or maybe not let your daughter in the lab at the same time, you I mean, fucking idiot? Yeah, maybe lock the door to the lab that has a zombie in it. I don't know. That seems normal. <laughs> this seems like all-time stupidest characters I've seen in fiction. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's truly terrible. It really is. It's just, it would take forever to detail how stupid this show is at a writing level. They, they Like, she's a scientist. She has to know how strong the zombies are. It's How do you have the worst traps in All the she's boat? she's done is deal with them. It's her whole thing has been yeah, researching an, them, doing live tests, like, you know, like fucking over rabbits to, <laughs> and like pricking them or whatever <laughs> to, to, try and, to try and attract them to see if there's like leader leader behaviors on them so I, uh, which uh, by uh, the way okay. her cutting herself in the first episode already made me give up hope i'm like oh she's gonna suck bad 
I didn't, since I didn't see the last two episodes, mm-hmm. do they follow up on, like, the weird Days Gone-esque point of her saying they're going to become smarter and more human-like? Not, Does that go anywhere, or is that a grenade for if they make season two? Technically, that witch thing in episode four was it? Yep. Yeah, that was but the that's payoff it. was they, fa- they found one that has the ability to, to command them. That had that had that, that's that they found a shrieker. Yeah, they found the yeah, to go with all the freakers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, the payoff is that they find the best freaker, and then she, she they do experiments to find out the serum to get them to repel if they use the pheromone and the one to attract. So the end is like her meeting Billy and just grabbing it and throw throwing the vial down to then make hundreds of zombies from forty miles away go onto that location. <sighs> And 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 then they're all they all get taken out by Billy using drones. It really like seriously. She she throws down the attractor vial in the middle of a tent, and then it's like the end of Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where they pan the camera over and suddenly there's an army. Yes, because they show miles out from this place. Nothing. Yeah, it's no zombies. Waste to the horizon. Do do you think any zombie media ever that goes with the zombie apocalypse narrative? Do you think they'll ever even once actually understand like what population density is? Even no, once? No. No. I no. hey, uh Night of the Living Dead actually like, Okay. Yeah, the end of that movie is that like a bunch of rednecks posseed up in a line, sweeping the countryside and taking care of business. <laughs> weren't those weren't those the army? Or like implied to be federal guys? Uh I mean like there there were some people with badges, but I, I think that was like they shoot like, like they shoot like they shoot the black guy, but that doesn't narrow it down at all between the, <laughs> the military and, and rednecks. <laughs> but like like not not to keep bringing up days gone, but even days gone realized, wait, there's no people in the Pacific Northwest for this <laughs> to make any sense. We have to write a really convoluted explanation for why there's thousands of zombies. Last, I just I need to get this out because yeah, of course. because this aggravated me. So in episode six, Jade talks about how she's I believe she's talking to Arjun. She talks about how she remembers the past and the past is playing through her head like home movies. And home movies was the name of episode five where they're sneaking around the house. Hey, I thought the home movies thing was just going to be that that tape, but they're like there's so many. There's so many meanings. I really hate how they play like 15 seconds of one 1998 tape and go, nah, I'd rather, I'd rather we just brood. I'm like, I want to see more of this. Yeah. I don't... I'm like tangentially interested of like how many recreations of, of things that this Albert Wesker was near would, uh, they were going to pull. You, you know what the greatest mystery of the show is? And I genuinely mean this. This is the thing I'll probably think about for a while. Hmm. B meets up with Arjun and Jade when Jade returns to the boat. Uh, B is happy to see her mom. She's not overly emotional, though, and she goes off to her practice. And Jade is clearly a little disappointed because she just escaped death. She talks to Arjun, and Arjun's like, what did you want her to do, rend her shirt in half or something? And she's like, yeah, a a rend, maybe a little tear. And I'm like, I think the script said tear, like, you know, a little tear in the shirt because they're rending the shirt, not, but she said tear. And now I'm just, did anyone, was the writer on set? (laughs) 
to be like, I, I meant tear. We're doing a tearing thing. That is the word tear. Did a human... That is, the, that is the greatest mystery <laughs> for me because I'm like, none of it was about crying. All of it was about tearing the shirt. Yeah, there's not a human on set if somehow they're like, you did it. You nailed it. Someone's like, well, she's sad, so crying. Well, it's a tear. And I'm look, like, but that's all right. It's just like any of the other things where they can't pronounce something. Like Clannad uh, and no, Nya. Nya, Nya. Nya. Please stop talking about I that. I was honestly so floored. Much. Everyone pronounced Tijuana correctly, I'm pretty sure, except for Lance Reddick. And I was like, how come no one's saying it like America? It's Tijuana. <laughs> I don't understand. Anyway. I think we need to wrap up this. Anyone have any else, anything else to bring up about this fucking show that hopefully doesn't get a second season? If Bay at the end isn't B. like B, whatever. Bay. You name your baby Bay. <laughs> if if B will not be assaulted by the gigantic alligator, why do zombies want to get her? I don't know, Bob. Why I did guess... they imply the alligator was under some sort of mind control manipulation via the flashback to 2030 when I don't know that that's... They seem to just let it go. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many weird things in this show. How'd they catch the alligator? I thought they when they did a flashback that they showed them having a tiny little lizard that it would evolve into that. But they're like, no, we need to do this to something bigger. We need to catch an alligator and implant something in its brain. It was like, well, you don't want to see that. That would be expensive. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you really, you really don't. Uh, I fucking hate that caterpillar thing. I'm like, Jesus Christ. That yeah. thing right in the opening is so bad. Why does that alligator roar? Alligators every, don't roar. Everything big roars. You ever see a really big truck? Yeah, they I'm, roar. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rag on that. Like that's like people are dumb. If it has scales and it's big enough, it's a dinosaur. I'm so tired of big things roaring. Damn it. <laughs> Who probably also didn't roar because they were birds and their trachea probably didn't allow them to roar. <laughs> you imagine a 30-foot crow croaking at you? <laughs> that, you know, I, I, honestly, I think if you just had had a T-Rex squawk, that'd be pretty fucking disconcerting. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. At some point, I started having a breakdown in my notes. <laughs> Understandable. I was like, future, as they discuss why the family was smuggling contraband, I think about the show Lost and Heroes and how I missed that. <laughs> Those were somewhat written by professionals who understood Man. what stakes meant. Yeah. Dan, uh. Dan, you made me watch two episodes of Heroes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I was like, just from those, I can tell it is so much better than every single one of these hour-long yeah. streaming shows, other than The Boys, who 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 is directed by someone who's like, who fucking gets it, as I just read that quote. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, even South Park, when they do their special about the stream wars, makes jokes about nobody even fucking cares about what they're putting on their service anymore. The important thing is that you put as much shit up there, so that way when you get bought, you have more shit they have to pay for. It's <laughs> uh, like holy shit, South Park! Come on, uh, the situation's dire. Yeah, I don't. It was so much worse than I thought. Um, I I had this horrible brain disease that mm -hmm. went. I have to watch all of this because even when we do content. And I've seen three episodes. I still feel like I wasted my time. I need to have at least seen all of it to know with confidence it's the one of the worst things I've ever seen.
<laughs> this this really is up there with Bebop Netflix. It has more money and has, you know. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. I feel like you you just replace John Cho with Lance Reddick and that's the role, right? They're both just stuck in the middle of this. Yeah, it's not as upsetting because the mater- original material is not the goal that, that Bebop is. I mean, Resident Evil has been thoroughly sullied as yes. a product for live action representations. Yeah. They, they, it, w- it would have been so easy to make something fine, and they just ignored every, every opportunity to do that. Like, Resident Evil should be the easiest thing in the world to make an eight-episode streaming series of. You ju- you just do Resident just do Resident Evil two or three yeah or both at the same time if you need to like they're parallel ish yeah just they're going through <sighs> the city they meet different characters you can eat you can kill them off cynically at the end of each episode who fucking cares it would also cost less money than what you did yes yeah the, the, but <sighs> I'm getting really sick of these fucking Netflix streaming things ending on cliffhangers same. Yeah. Stop it. You're yeah. not going to get a second season. Right? Like this, make an ending. And then if you get renewed, you can figure it out. Because you didn't write well at any point. I'm sure you can write something else to make it continue. <laughs> There's a concept called ending your thing, but having hooks so you can use them for a second season instead of betting it all. Yeah. Because then I'll come out going, uh, I wasn't fully satisfied and I may or will never get more of it in this alternate universe where I liked the show. (laughs) (laughs) I realized about 20 minutes from the end of the episode, oh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna wrap up any of this, are we? And I just started like quietly going, boo. (laughs) Yeah, I think I realized that in episode six or seven. It was like, oh, this isn't wrapping up at all. (laughs) When we got halfway through or approaching halfway through the final episode, and I'm like, okay, they're trying to wrap up the future stuff as much as they can. Oh God, why are they? They are bending over backwards to ensure that they can, God. they cannot make a definitive ending here. Pretty much the moment Billy shows up and she's not a tyrant, you just give up on the end of this show. <laughs> well, that's gonna do it. We just need to do our summaries each and give it a number out of ten. Even though this really should have been on Curse Content. Yes. <laughs> The problem is we're not doing commentary tracks for eight hours hours of commentary. We're all drunk. (laughs) If you're going to analyze this show, it's going to be like 28 hours long because you have to keep pausing and going. Now, the problem with what they did here. Yes. I mean, literally, the writing is so functionally wrong. It would take forever to explain all of the problems. I think I paused and rolled back. Only once in this show because I'm like, no, this is way too long. Just let it run. Let it run. I don't care if I'm going to go pee. Keep going. Okay. So we're going to start with Bob. Yeah, we've been over how miserable this is. I'm going to give it a two. I feel like there's these little flickers of hope with Lance Reddick and other Weskers. Like I had, I enjoyed parts of episode uh, seven. And that gets the two Mm. points. (laughs) The the Burt fight scene gets me two points. <laughs> you would say it's on par with Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. <laughs> it is worse than that usually, but that one part is better. <laughs> Resident <laughs> Evil Infinite Darkness. That's true. It's always complicated weighing the highs and the lows in order to make it make sense. Right. Uh, we're going to move now to KZ. 
this is terrible. <laughs> I have never felt like such a death march with this because it, it's so long. They're making all the wrong choices. Episode 7 it had stuff that I enjoyed in it. But there is so much bad that it just it just gets buried in my brain. Um, I think it's worse than Infinite Darkness. I gave it that a one, so I'm I'm just gonna bottom out and give it a zero. I it, maybe if it what maybe if it was six episodes like the Disney Plus mandate and not one hour, maybe the good parts could have a chance to shine slightly. But it's it's not good. It's not good. Uh, we're gonna go to Mister Mister Feel. So the future segment makes the past segment seem entirely irrelevant. Mm -hmm. And even if it wasn't irrelevant, this, this is a fucking Resident Evil thing. We know what's going to happen. It's not a mystery. And the future part is boring and formulaic. Offensively so. I hated this more than I hated Infinite Darkness. So I'm going to give it one point lower, a one. And the only reason it even gets a one is because I love Lance Reddick so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Understandable. <laughs> yeah, I love that, man. Dr. Agro. I'm, I'm starting to wonder at this point if it would be appropriate to create physically a, a bouquet or a basket of ones that we can just mail to Lance Reddick <laughs> and be like, here, thank you for being the only bright light in a barren wasteland of wasted resources, time, and manpower. This show was bad, and the people who made it should feel bad. <laughs> One. Uh, well, yeah, uh, I'm not going to say anything that's going to surprise or delight anyone here. <laughs> you liked it. The I'm, sweep. I'm going to say the thing that's going to maybe floor people. That Dragon's Dogma series is better, and I still stand by that. This oh, gets yes. a one. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh. The, not, not only in my opinion, yes. not only in my opinion, Looking at the scores, this is the worst of the Netflix Capcom things. It is. Yeah. 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 So glad I could be here for this one. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. It, feel, it feels so great that we brought five people together to give a grand total score of five. five. <laughs> it, it, it beats Pentaverit by two points. Incredible. It is slightly better than Pentaverit. <laughs> Lance Reddick after all <laughs> that is that is true if, if one of the clones said I'm with her I would have killed myself on the spot I see if if the Pentaverit had not had that twist <laughs> I would say I would say it was better than the net the Resident Evil Netflix I mean as far as the Capcom properties go like like here's the real test in six months uh -huh. somebody hit me up and asked me if I would rather watch any episode of this Resident Evil series or that fucking Monster Hunter movie again I'd rather watch that Here, here's the fucked up thing mm -hmm. on a scale of putting any of the episodes against each other I think I'd rather watch Cowboy Bebop Netflix than this but like they're so close, but Ugh. Cowboy Bebop Next like is more offensive on like a spiritual and conceptual level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because the only episode that I can instantly you know shoot from the hip and make a quick assessment of is seven, 
because seven has so many things in it that fire any neurons. Meanwhile, if you stranded me in any other episode, <laughs> I would be like, "Uh, oh, please get me out. I'll hit the I'll hit the bebop button and I'll just watch <laughs> that from this point forward." Yeah, bebop was offensive, but it, could, at least it was entertaining. God, could you imagine? You don't, don't want to see you, the episode at the party. The, 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 she gets the skateboard, and that's uh, an exciting scene. And then her sister abandons her when she has an hour and a half to live to go hit on a boy. That's very smart. Anyway, that's going to do it for the Resident Evil Netflix, hopefully only season, spoiler cast and review. Yeah. I'd like to thank everyone for coming out here and thank you for listening. Yeah, that probably went too long. <laughs>